Man, I want to use for our moment of focus tonight. What do you want? Amen. That's what I want to use for our lesson on tonight. What do you want? Now, Lord, I thank you uh, for this moment. I thank you for this opportunity. I pray now, God, that you allow this seed that you're going to plant inside of your people, inside of this these great soil. I ask God that you're allowed to grow back in abundance and let it impact their world. I pray now, God, that you allow this word to be revelational, revolutional, and relational. Continue to work and move by your power. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Hey, Miss Brandon. So tonight we're going to talk about what do you want? Amen. What do you want? Uh, you know, one thing about children, they, they really don't have a problem with asking you for what they know they want exactly. If a child wants candy, that child will ask you for that candy. If they want juice, they know how to ask for juice. They really have no problem with asking for what they want. Now, and I know as adults, as grown and mature people, sometimes we have an issue with asking for things. Sometimes we have a problem with asking people for something. Uh, I know many of us have heard the cliche that a closed mouth never get fed. Amen. And, uh, and and sometimes, to be honest with you, I get like that sometimes. I I don't want to ask people for things because I don't want to seem like this is, and this is some of the things that kind of stop us sometimes from getting and receiving. Um, because what I would do, I would like, you know what, nah, I, you know, I'll just, just wait. Hey, Y'all, they said no back to me. I, I'll just wait. Amen. And then come to find out somebody else come right behind me and ask for the very same thing. Y'all ain't talking to me. And they go ahead and get it. And, and so now uh, I, I, I stop ask, I stop waiting to ask for things that I want. If I know I want something, I'm going to ask for it. I'm either going to get a yes or I'm going to get a no or maybe later. But the one thing I have to get rid of, you have to get rid of, is the is the fear of asking. Amen. We have to get past the fear of asking. We cannot be afraid to ask God for anything. You cannot be afraid to ask anybody for anything. If you know you need something, go ahead and ask. So the question is tonight, what do you want? You all know the story of the uh, prodigal son. He had no problem. Hey, Mr. Wells, God bless you tonight. He had no problem 
with asking for what he wanted. He went to his father. Watch this. He went to his father. Why? Because he knew his father had what he wanted. Can I say something to somebody tonight? You keep asking the wrong people for what God has already made available for you. <laughs> you ain't got to say nothing to me. You're asking the wrong people for what God has already made available for you through Christ Jesus. And the way to get it is not to sit back and wonder if I can get it. No, you have to ask him for it. It's not the fact that he don't want to give it to you. It's not the fact that he can't give it to you. He just needs you to ask him for it. He just wants permission to manifest some things in your life. But the question is tonight, do you know what you want? The prodigal son was specific in what he wanted. And when he went to his father, his father did not turn him away. His father gave him the very thing he asked for. Hey, Ms. Williams. He said, Father, give me my portion. And what did the father do? The father gave it to him. And so now we have blind Bartimaeus. And there are a lot of you right now are blind to the fact that God wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set your family free. He wants to set your finances free. He wants to move you into a realm of believing and trusting in him that you have never seen before. God is ready to take you to places you have never been before. And I know what you're saying, Rev. How is that possible with all this crazy stuff going on in the world? Don't you know it was crazy stuff happening way back then? He destroyed a whole city, but what he did he do? He kept on blessing Abraham. Come on, y'all ain't saying that back to me. He kept on blessing Abraham. He made King David the king when things was going crazy. Y'all, they said he kept on blessing. He kept on doing miracles. Things was crazy when Jesus was walking the earth. But what did he do? He kept on uh, feeding people. He gave sight to the blind. Lame men began to walk. Y'all, they said them back to me. Those that were possessed, he called out demons. He still was doing great things, even in the world that was full of chaos, misunderstanding, miscommunication, uh, uh, blaspheming was going on, hypocrisy was going, y'all ain't got to say nothing to me, hypocrisy was going on, backstabbing was still going on, lying was still going on, conspiracies was still going on, rumors were still going on, folks turning on each other was still going on, all this stuff was still going on, but it never stopped the miracles of God. No matter what was going on, miracles kept popping. And so the question is tonight, what do you want? The prodigal was specific. He was specific. He said, I need you to give me this. And the father granted it to him. 
Jabez was specific. And the Bible said, and the Lord granted him his request. <laughs> Come on. Now, if God can do it for Jabez, if the prodigal son's father can do it for him. Now, our father is God, sovereign, all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful. If he is our father, and if he can give to Jabez, and the prodigal son can give to his son, what makes you think God don't want to give you anything? He want to bless you. He want to manifest things in your life. But you have to ask. You know what you need. Come on, talk back to me. I know what you're saying, Reverend. But it's, it's, and it's, and it's not just, it can't just be all money. You just can't just all want money. There got to be something else. There got to be healing somewhere. You may need a family member to come back to God. Come on, talk back to me. You may need something on your block to stop happening. Something in your job to stop happening. Something in your relationships to begin to happen. You have to know what you want. This man was crying out. He was crying out for Jesus. Now he was blind. Can I read something to you? Check this out. Watch this. So, mm -hmm. He was blind, right? Uh, oh, it's in this one. I'm sorry. Watch this. Let me read this to you. Lord, have mercy. So, he was blind. So that meant, watch this, he couldn't do anything. The only thing he was able to do was sit along the wayside and beg. Watch this. Let me show y'all something. But though his eyes didn't work, nothing was wrong with his ears. He heard the crowd approaching. And when someone told him Jesus was passing by, his heart began to race. Can I say something to you? Check this out. When you hear the name of Jesus, how exciting is it for you? Oh, come on, talk back to me. When somebody mentions the name of Jesus to you, <laughs> do you authentically get excited or do you pour the religious excitement? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh yes, Lord. Or, or do you authentically get excited when you hear the name Jesus? Not just hearing the name, but knowing what is all connected to the name. They all ain't saying them back to me. See, if 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 we were in, I was watching, I was watching uh this documentary a little bit while before I turned on this about Whitney Houston and um uh Brandy when she just got into singing, she met Whitney Houston and they showed how excited she was. Amen. It showed how excited she was. She was almost in tears. Hey, come on, talk back to me. She was almost in tears meeting uh, Whitney Houston. And then not too long ago, I saw this one um, 
uh, excerpt of Michael Jackson when, when he was riding uh, through the, the city. I don't know where he was. I think over overseas somewhere. But he was riding in the black car. And, and he just stuck his hand out. And a few people touched his hand. And they fell out. Come on, y'all remember that scene about the Beatles? They was in the and and the people was all in. The folks was falling out. Now, now watch this. Now these are these people was falling out, crying over people who were people just like them. What if? Watch this. What if we had half that excitement when we hear the name of Jesus? <laughs> Come on. What if we had half of that excitement when we hear the name of Jesus? He was blind. Not only can we hear, many of us saw the things that Jesus did and we still don't get excited about it. So tonight is perspective time. It's time to Look at things different. And so the question is, what do you want? It may not be money. It may not be a healing. Somebody could, somebody need that joy back. Come on, talk back to me. Somebody need peace back. Somebody need their mind to be regulated. Come on here. So somebody is dealing with depression on some level. So, so somebody is dealing with all some other things. So the question is tonight, what do you want? Jesus is getting ready to walk by. What do you need him to do? Blind Bartimaeus couldn't see him, but he heard about him. Hey, Miss Hilliard. And he heard all the stuff that was connected to Jesus. So can you, when you hear about him, can you authentically say that you get so excited that you can't keep your peace? That's what happened with blind bottom man. Not only was he just shouting, but when he heard it was Jesus, oh man, he wasn't about to be quiet. Even though folks asked him to shut it down, man, calm down. Oh, he just got louder and louder. How exciting will you be <laughs> when you hear the name of Jesus? He was excited. Watch this. He was excited because he knew. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Hilly. We love you so much. He was so excited. Watch this. He was so excited because he knew that if this is the Jesus, oh man, I've been hearing about. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm going to be able to get what I need from him. So he began to cry. Then even more, he began to cry louder. And he began to shout, Lord, have mercy on me. And sometimes that's all you really need the Lord to do is have mercy. Sometimes you can't say it all, but the Lord know what you need. What do you want? Is the question on tonight. So he couldn't, he see him, but he heard. <laughs> and when he heard it, that it was Jesus, his heart began to race. He heard the stories. 
He believed they were true. Now, this was a chance of a lifetime. Can I say something to you? Now, I got to get on. Listen. Many of us has heard Jesus do some wonderful things. What's up, Miss Henny? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Thank y'all for coming on. I appreciate y'all. Many people have heard what Jesus did. A lot of us, and I mentioned it earlier, a lot of us have seen what Jesus did. Now, you and I can see and hear what Jesus have done, but a lot of us still don't believe that it's true. You've seen Jesus do some stuff. you heard Jesus do some stuff. But there's still a whole lot of us don't believe that Jesus can still do, that God is still able to work miracles. Many churches keep the door shut <laughs> because they only want God to work on Sunday. You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy. I'm good. They, they only want God to work on Wednesday. <laughs> they, they only want him to work doing revivals and, and conference meetings and, 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 and special events. But let me tell you something. God is God 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year. He's God every day, morning, noon, and night. Miracles can happen any time of the day. Sunday, Wednesday, Saturdays does not govern the miracles of God. God governs the miracles of God. And whenever God wants to work a miracle, it can be on the Tuesday. It can be on the Thursday. Matter of fact, God can work a miracle even after you're dead. You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy. Y'all remember when Jesus showed up to the grave? Four days the man was dead, but he called him out of it. There is nothing impossible for God. But the question is, what do you want? <laughs> It's crazy because, see, God already know everything you need. He know everything you need. He know your wants. He know your desires. He know everything about you. But the only problem is we're not asking. So Bartimaeus kept on crying. Read the story. He kept on crying. They told him to calm down, man. And after a while, Jesus said, hey, bring the brother over here. Somebody say, hey. Cheer up. Listen to me. Whenever you got an issue, if somebody bring Jesus, cheer up. When, whenever Jesus called you, cheer up. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. As a matter of fact, he, I keep telling you, and I got to remind you again, he told us that. What's up, Miss Daly? He told us that in John. Cheer up, I've already overcome. Anything that you think you can't handle, he's already overcome it. He just wants you to tell him what you want. And when they brought Bartimaeus to him, let's go to 51. I want y'all to see what he said. Watch it. Please open your Bibles back up. Now, when they brought Bartimaeus to Jesus, watch this. He threw off his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. Can I say something to you? Now, when Jesus called you forth, Whatever was holding you down, get rid of it. <laughs> you ain't saying nothing back to me. Why? Let me tell you why he threw that stuff away. Because he knew at that moment, 
that little coat and stuff I had, that 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 was my sign, that was my symbol of me being a beggar and being blind. I ain't about to be that no more. See, he threw that coat off in expectancy to see. You ain't got to say nothing about to me. When you go to that office, when you go to that bank, you got to throw off anything that was stopping you from not believing you'll get the loan, from not believing you'll get the house, from not believing you'll get the car. Don't worry about your credit report. Don't worry about your credit score. If you continue to trust God, God know how to work through all the red tape. Y'all ain't said, me and my wife, listen, let me tell y'all something. Me and my wife, my credit score ain't that good. Hers is a little bit better than mine. But we were shopping for a car, right? So I think we had... Uh, a little under five G's, a little under five thousand dollars, right? Uh, but we were we were dedicated, we were committed to putting down only thirty five hundred on any type of vehicle. Now we had made up our minds. We weren't going to these little places on Western, on Cicero. We were going to go to a legit car lot. All right, we were going to go to a legit car lot. So we went through all of the stages. We went through this. We went through that. We went through the the finance company. Now the finance company called me. I had to go through this little. Testing. Long story short, they said I wasn't available for the finance, right? So the guy called me. He said, hey, man, I need you to bring the vehicle back. The finance company said you guys didn't uh, get, go through the loan, and so we need the car back. And I was like, oh, man. So I had no choice, really. So we had to take the car back. And so when we got there, let me tell you how God worked. When we got there, the guy began to ask us. He said, hey, man, listen, uh, do you guys really need this car? And he was like, man, we really need the car. We ain't got no car. Uh, my, my, my wife can't go do nothing. She can't shop or nothing like that. And so uh, the two gentlemen got together. They talked and they came back and they said, okay, we could do it, but you guys have to do this in order to get the car. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Our credit reports did not say that we can get the car. You ain't saying nothing about to me. Our credit score was not high enough for us to get the loan. Are you listening to me? But they went and talked and came back and said, okay, this is what I need you to do. And let me tell you how God worked. When God allowed those two gentlemen to come together and we were able to get this vehicle, God allowed me to get not only one raise, but two raises. You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy. He made it possible for us to be able to pay the note. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Not only pay the note, but keep the vehicle running. All I'm saying is that you have to know that God is still working miracles and it does not have to do with who you are, where you came from, your family, your credit, none of that stuff. If Jesus is there, if the if the power of God is working in your life, all he needs you to do is be real and tell him what you want. The song is right. Jesus is on the main line. Call him up. And tell him what you want. They called Bartimaeus to him. Jesus called him over there. He threw off those things. And he went to Jesus. Watch this. And Jesus answered him. What do you want me to do for you? That's what Jesus asked him. And that's what Jesus is asking you every day of your life. What do you want? It's okay. Listen, don't think you're being selfish. 
Because in order for you to continue to do what God needs you to do, there's some things you need God to give you. Amen. There are some things God needs to do for you in order for you to continue in the plan and the purpose he has for your life. So what do you want? And so when Jesus asked him, Blind Bartimaeus said this. Now watch this. He was very specific. He said this. He said, Rebbenai, the blind man said to him, I want to see. <laughs> very specific. What is it that you need the Lord to do for you? You need to be healed? Tell him where you need to be healed at. Lord, I got a problem on my hip. Can you? I want to be able to walk right. I want to be able to talk right. I want to be able to breathe right. I want to be able to live right. I want to be able to give right. And when he asked him, watch what he said now. Jesus said to him, go, your faith has saved you. See, don't ask in disbelief. Ask knowing he already did it. When Bartimaeus threw off that cloak, that was a sign of I'm getting ready to make a change. You ain't saying nothing to me. So whatever it is you holding on to now, get rid of it. Because you're about to make an impact in your life. Jesus is about to make an impact into your life. What do you want? Tell him what do you want. You ain't got no problem with going to the restaurant. We went to the Olive Garden earlier. This is how awesome it is. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So the Lord got a menu. <laughs> we had a menu in front of us and we looked on the menu. Watch this. <laughs> there were pictures <laughs> of what we wanted. You ain't said nothing to your boy. And so on the menu, I didn't even have to say a word. I could point to the picture. And the waiter already, oh, and the waiter already knew what I wanted. He knew the words. He knew what it was. He knew how to pronounce it. And I didn't really have to say anything. And so the, everything I asked for that I pointed to came back to me the way it was. You ain't saying them back to your boy. And all I'm saying is that there is a spiritual menu <laughs> that is laid out before you. And there are pictures, specifics, letting God know, Lord, this is what I want. Lord, this is what I want. Come on, talk back to me. Lord, this is what I want. You ain't saying them back to me. It just don't have to be something for you. It could be something for a friend. It could be something for a brother. It could be something for a mother, a niece, a cousin, a grandchild, whatever it is. Tell him what you want. And when you tell him, tell him in belief. Don't say it to him and then go back and say, nah, the Lord ain't going to give me that. What you mean? Ask for it. How you know? Because I'm still believing for a coliseum. Community building. You ain't saying nothing back to me. I'm still believing for land to build my house. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. 
I'm not going to get up off of it. This is what I want. I want to be blessed so that I can do more blessing. Come on here. I want to be able to pay somebody's mortgage for a year so they can save their money up and, and get right. I want to be able to pay somebody's rent. I want to be able to send a couple of people to college. Come on, talk back to me. I want to be able to adopt a whole school and buy supplies for a whole school. Those are the things I want to do and i got to believe that God is going to do it without a shadow of a doubt. I don't care what it looks like now. I have to know. Throw off the things that kept me down and I have to throw it off in expecting that God is going to do it. What do you want? Call them up and tell them what you want. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about who might think you look foolish, sound foolish. That's okay. I'm sure they thought Noah was being a fool when he was building that boat. <laughs> and then it started to rain. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Can I say this to you? Thank you, Holy Ghost. I got to go. Even if God don't do it in 2022, don't you give up. It didn't rain until, watch this. It didn't rain until Noah was done building. Oh, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Hmm. And when God is done building in you, Everything that he's going to manifest it. Hold fast to it. Don't give up. Tell him what you want. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Don't think like you're being selfish. Whatever it is, the Bible says to pray about everything. And then when you go in there, go in there with thanksgiving. Come on. And believe that he did it. Not going to do it. Believe that he did it. Amen.